This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Friday, and it is our Open Lines program. We hope you'll join us as we uh, wrap up this busy, busy week with a rousing conversation, and that uh, would be about anything that is on your mind, whatever you want to discuss. 360-676-5464 is our phone number here at KGMI Connects. And why waste time? We haven't heard from him uh, for a day or two. Let's <laughs> rolling today with uh, John from Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Busy, busy. But, you know, it's great to be able to go to, to the website and listen to the show and, uh, you know, uh, skip the commercials, although I never do. I listen to each and every one, and I buy from all the sponsors. <laughs> oh, good, good, yeah. Uh, but, of, yeah, of the, I, appreci- I appreciate the, the shout-out about the, that you can listen to the show anytime on our podcast page. You know, go to the KGMI Connects podcast page, and it's right there. Yeah, so um, I have a you know a few things. Let me let me go through these quickly. Okay. Uh, Jim from Bellingham, or is it Seattle? It's both. Knows, Either right? or, wherever he happens yeah. to be. It, Either or, uh, uh, but also like Jim from uh, like Pluto. That's where he's like. That's where his mind is at. Uh, Jim, <laughs> it's been seventy years, seven zero, since Joseph Stalin died. But for you, the jury's still out. You know the West. They made up a lot of stories about Uncle Joe. And, oh, you know, W. E. B. Du Bois. He had good things to say about Stalin. That's because he hadn't fully learned the truth, and even and then he's talking about like like even the Soviets, you know, uh, up until ninety ninety one when the Soviet Union fell apart, you know, they had looked back at Stalin and said, yeah, he, he was a monster. He he killed millions of us, you know. Uh, uh, it, 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 but the jury's still out for Jim, and he's talking about oh how things were great in nineteen eighty six. According to uh, what's his his guru's name? Oh God, I can't believe I. Uh, uh, Michael Parenti. Uh, Michael Parenti. Michael Michael Parenti. It's just like it's his mantra, right? You know, you're so out of touch. You're going to vote for the Green Party anyway, Jim. And whenever you call, that's my cue to get a cup of coffee. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, Joe, yesterday when Michael called, right? And he has his top 10 list of the things that Joe Biden did to this country and the Democrats, right? Never talks about Social Security, Medicare. Never talks about a 40-hour work week. Never talks about the uh, Affordable Care Act or the CHIPS Act, you know, and all the things that that Biden has has been able to to do because we're sane. But what Michael talks about, when he's not talking about Michelle Obama being a man, or well, he said that the, once, the but on the he Pentagon hasn't never really happened. Okay. That was a that, yeah. that was a lie. All those people that died on that plane to hit the Pentagon, that never really happened. It's, he's Alex Jones territory. But he but he said there, Joe, okay. that, that uh, the, the, the coronavirus was made by the Democrats. And then he goes goes on to say and then they, they, they spend 90 percent of the money on other things. But let's go back. OK, OK. The Democrats well, made the coronavirus. I mean, Trump didn't even allege that. It was China, 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 right? I mean, you know, so uh, you're not, Mike. Okay. And, you know, we, uh, we all appreciate that you're not using your speakerphone, but your phone sounds like a banana phone. Okay. Um, banana and, uh, phone? Michelle. Michelle. What's, what's, what's uh, up? Michelle, my bell. <laughs> Michelle, my bell. Agreeing with, with Michael. You know, Michelle, again, I'm going to say to you, you're an elderly gay woman. You're welcome. Because the Democrats gave you the right to be able to be married. I'm an ally of, of, of gay people. Yet Dennis, Dennis Prager talking about, oh, Planned Parenthood, they're giving hormone blockers to teenagers, 18-year-olds, yeah. Okay. If they're, they're, you know, the few, yeah. these tiny few that, that have to, have to you know, have therapy their entire lives and their parents. You know, like, just imagine. Okay. Imagine your child when they're four or five saying to you, I don't think I'm really a girl. Okay, I guess we go to therapy for the next decade. Like, uh, you know, I mean, your child is in crisis. Your family is in crisis, especially at these times. But then Dennis Prager's talking about, oh, the January 6th uh, political prisoners. Well, you know them people that were picked up attacking federal buildings? 
I say could, could you know, there's a nice cold jail cell for them. Anyone who okay. resorts to violence and, you know, deserves what they get if they break the law. And you never hear Michelle talk about that. Okay, Never okay. Like, John, Trump, Trump, Trump. John, okay, okay. I, I'll okay. leave you with this. Okay. Trump selling nuclear no. secrets about our submarines, Joe. I'm okay. that submarine. Well, I've, so I've, seen, I've seen the new report. Okay, John, okay. Settle down now. Now, I, 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 you made some good points in, a, in, in that whole mix, but now the most important thing I want to get from your phone call, what is a banana phone? It's a it's a cheap phone. It's a hamburger phone. It's it's like, it, like it's a, a phone like a with, a, with a terrible speaker, and it cuts out and oh. like. But but just you know, okay. I, I appreciate I, I, that you gave him the, the comedy drum roll at the end because it's like top ten. But just remember, yeah. Michael's a nut, and okay. he needs to be refuted right. point right. by point on everything well, I, he says. Well, you know, sometimes you know that's a thing. I know. Let, it's hard, let Joe. people yep. let people talk <laughs> and make their points, he's, and I think. Mar- I think these Trump chumps. I know it's rough. Okay, I know it's okay. rough, man. All right, you do a great okay, job. Okay. Thanks. All right, appreciate your call. But I, I, you know, I think people understand that. Well, certainly, we've seen uh, an epidemic and and really a terrible human toll from uh, fentanyl uh, in recent years. And there are those who want to blame it on Joe Biden and the Biden administration. But does that mean then we go back? We blame the crack cocaine epidemic that we saw in the 1980s. We blame that on Ronald Reagan and the Reagan administration. And I, I, I think some of these ha- things happen outside of the um, the realm of po- politics. I, I mean, I don't think too many people who are out trying to you know move on to the next uh, drug that will get them high or whatever drug they can afford are really concerned about political parties and, and what have you. But, um, all right, well, thought I'd throw that out there. But his name came up uh, in that call, so let's go to our friend Jim in Seattle. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing all right. Well, I heard John from Ferndale. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so I he, have to he, respond, don't I? Well, you don't have to. I mean, I, I, I will briefly. I'll see how much I can remember and what I've written down. Uh, the one thing about things is I'm pretty much uh, bearish on the United States economy. Noam Chomsky was also one of those dastardly leftists who isn't a communist, probably doesn't admire Stalin at all, but would agree with some of the things I'm pointing out, <clears throat> that uh, the official unemployment rate is like 3.8% now after a big increase they've posted. But uh, if you talk about the things in terms of the labor force participation rate, it's always pretty low. Uh, it maxed out on Clinton uh, when he was in, at the end of his time. And uh, wages, uh, I've even done a study on my own because I suspect the um, malfeasance of the um, the accountants in the uh, Office of Management and Budget uh, that showed that even uh, – the, the, yeah, the purchasing power, what you can buy with what you make continually and steadily drops in our wonderful capitalist economy, which cannot survive without socialist uh, policies. <clears throat> so right. and that being said, I'll say the Soviet Union did have did and did have uh, in 1986 and in Stalin's time a right to a job, which we don't have. And, you know, we've got homeless piling up everywhere and wages are not keeping pace. And also... Uh, not to praise the Soviet Union uh, too much, but it, you know, it has some good things about it that Michael Perney's pointing on. Some very good things, and they were the first in space, weren't they? And you know, so supposedly they're a backward society, which it would have been under the Tsar or even under the uh, Kerensky government in 1905 uh, bourgeois rebellion, and also that they became a very modern society with uh, intellectuals, uh, scientists, uh, workers that were literate. On and on and on. So you should probably check well, it out. Yeah, but and, uh, I mean, if you're talking just, I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, North Korea has made some, you know, technological breakthroughs, and they 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 show themselves to be a pretty sophisticated scientifically under just an awful dictator under Kim, you know, Kim Jong Il, uh, or Kim Jong Un, I guess is the latest Kim Jong. But uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I I I hear what you're saying, but. I mean, come on. I mean, all right. I I don't get the defending Joseph Stalin thing. I I don't know why well, we need to. Uh, that, like I, I, I mean, say, I mean, you, is you. it? Uh, okay, go ahead. Why? Well, <laughs> why? Uh, you know, there's a 
there's uh, if you think that killing is bad, then we've done plenty of it ourselves. And so yeah. uh, oh, I've also oh, read that, okay. that, that Stalin was uh, – things that he did were way over-exaggerated. And, you know, there was choices to make. He said that we have 10 years to catch up with the West or we shall perish, meaning he knew about the Nazi onslaught that was coming. It was predicted by Adolf Hitler himself talking about Lebensraum, uh, the eastward movement. And so they probably had choices to make that weren't easy. And it said that uh, Stalin himself said he um, was forced to make bitter choices on his own Volition. That's uh, W.E.B. Du Bois, no idiot, uh, commenting on Stalin. And so, if you wanted All a right. you know a hippie All type right. society or whatever where everyone's free, then you have to weigh that in balance with the invasion, which would have and did wipe out twenty some odd million of them, and would have enslaved them under brutal conditions and so forth and so well, on, and I mean, which would have been worse I, right. for us who ended up having to fight Hitler. So, well, I, I understand that. Well, but the czars fought off you know, invasions from the, from the West. Before, you know, I mean, the other <laughs> Ger- the Ger- Germanic people had tried to invade before. I mean, uh, I it's I mean, come on, okay, Jim, all right. I think we let's move past Joseph Stalin. I, I think we can do that, can't we? I, I I appreciate having discussions with you, but I mean, I'm I'm not. I don't know that we're you're going to convince anybody that okay, Joseph Stalin had it over the United States because our policies are uh, are are on par or worse. I, I don't know. Quick break. Back with more. We'll hear from uh, Rich. We'll hear from Michelle and Don and you. Hopefully, here on KGMI Connects. How does year-round comfort sound? Whether you're too hot or too cold, eliminate comfort challenges with a new Daikin heat pump or AC. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing, and I'm thrilled to introduce our latest offer. Same as cash, pay no interest, and no payments for 12 months. As we say goodbye to summer, don't say goodbye to adding cooling just yet. Now is the perfect time to upgrade your home comfort system, and the best part is you can lock in 2023 prices and pay nothing until next year. But here's the real kicker. Same as cash applies to heating, cooling, as well as solar, generators, tankless water heaters, and more. And with Barron's special financing, enjoy zero interest and no payments for a full year. At Barron, we understand the value of your time and budget. That's why we offer short wait times and fast track installation. Call Barron today for a free estimate. So long summer, hello savings. Barron, your full service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. Cozy up this fall and winter with new motion furniture from Wilson's Furniture. If you haven't checked out what used to be called reclining furniture in a while, you're in for some surprises. Wilson's has a huge selection of single recliners in an amazing array of styles and fabrics and leather, as well as love seats, couches, and sectionals. Have an entertainment room? Check out the selection of theater-style seating at Wilson's. Check out the models that feature power recline, allowing you to pick the precise position to relax and or watch the big game in. And several models. Models are battery powered. No need to be tethered to an outlet. Stop into Wilson's Furniture today with their huge selection that you'll find in stock and ready for delivery. Your biggest challenge will be deciding what to choose, and the motion furniture experts at Wilson's will be there to help you find the style that's perfect for your home and budget. Wilson's opens seven days a week and online 24 7 at WilsonHomeFurnishings.com. Lindale Glass is your premier window and door company in Whatcom and Skagit County. With over 35 years of professional installation experience, you can rely on the dedicated employees at Lindale Glass to provide an exceptional install. Lindale Glass features Milgard windows and doors, leading the industry with innovative, high-quality products. You can be assured of a product that is customized for your home. No shortcuts, no gimmicks, just excellent service and exceptional quality from Milgard. Visit a Lindale showroom to learn more or online at lindaleglass.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday afternoon. Let's go to Tom in Bellingham. Hi, Tom. Yeah. Aside from from, uh, Rich from Ferndale, you're the wisest man that's ever been on this radio station. Oh. And you need to take Jim from Seattle to task. Okay. Seriously, dude. You can't be serious, and you need to just lay into him, all right? Thank you. All right. Okay, Tom. One more thing. One more thing, Joe. Okay. Uh, Regardless of our individual political leanings, left or right, we need to 
focus that we're Americans first, and you should be a Democrat or a Republican second or third or fourth. Thanks, All right. Joe. All right. I, I would agree with you. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate that. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. Hi, Joe. Yeah, the previous caller was right. We need to focus on what unites us, not what divides us. But part of the trouble with the news, it's very polarizing and very singularly focused. You know, Trump is this huge focus point. Like for John, he's completely obsessed with him. And it's, I don't know what it'd be like to think about Trump 24 hours a day and have the time to listen to the radio show and then get all livid over five callers you don't like and then go off on them. And not that I completely disagree with him on Jim because I find Jim a little boring too, but whatever. He has his opinion and that's fine. And I don't hate the guy or nothing. I'm not going to call him names, but okay. yeah, yeah, today is a tough one for you, Joe. The first couple of callers like, oh. <laughs> You have to play the referee. It's like, okay, maybe you should have rules like for John, no Trump talk. Okay. And for Jim, no Michael Parenti and Stalin talk. Okay. You can well, think of something for me, too. But it's just, it's so redundant. Yeah, you know, but, then, thing. but then you, you, can't, uh, you can't talk about corrupt government then. <laughs> sure. Well, that's fine. Okay. Maybe I, shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't think about it so much. I just... You think about something, and then you're tuned into looking for it and seeing it and finding it, and then it sticks well, out. Well, exactly. And it, you know. We we do tend to do that. We get obsessed with things, and 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 we and you're right. I mean, the the media, you know, it, it wants us to be, uh, you know, tied up in knots, I and mean, that keeps well, us listening and watching and and involved. You know, I guess not involved so much as just just on edge. And so I've got to see the latest. I've got to see what else they're doing and what, how else are they attacking me and my beliefs and information and it, overload. Yeah. Yeah, it is. For sure. I think we should look at the big picture with any subject. And that, that's the problem. Even like what I was talking about yesterday with the natives, look at the big picture of things, how they were, how they are now. We should know exactly how they were. We should know all the bad stuff, but we should also be cognizant of the good stuff and the things that have gotten better, and then temper it as a whole to see where we are today versus where we were 30 years ago, 50 years ago, 80 years ago, or heck, 150 when we had slavery. So we got to, and that I think would bring some more positivity into it, because we are in such a better place as a society now than we were 50 years ago. I mean, look at civil rights and women's rights, and, and we don't, that's just not a thing anymore. Minorities can do anything they want to do, and they even have little helps in the government and higher uh, placings for uh, government bids for construction. There's little helps everywhere. So, I mean, it's pretty good now. we got to admit that. Well, it's much better than it is, but it's still not. I, I would have to say that it's still not a level playing field. Oh, no, it's not, Joe. It's very slanted right now, and that's it's very slanted against white people. You're a bad guy. <laughs> really? I mean, you that's, seriously, that's you seriously I think that. Joe. How, yeah, how, how, can how can it. you prove that? Uh, you ask anybody in construction when they bid on government work, minorities have first chance, even if they're not as qualified. That is a fact. I've heard it from so many people. I have a minority so, friend who brags about getting jobs. So then why aren't, all the, why, aren't, why aren't all these government contracts, why isn't everyone going to a minority business? Why are most Joe, of them still going to white simple, businesses? Simple I mean, math. Simple math, Joe. There's 70-some percent of the population is white, so there's just okay. not enough of them. So, that's just how it works. So seventy percent of the, but how does that work? I mean, seventy percent of the, of, and I don't know if that's still correct that seventy percent is white, but well, sixty something. But, but if the, the vast majority, a strong majority of Americans are white, then how are yep. they being discriminated against? And I would say the same thing about the laws on the books, Joe. The no, way things are run in the uh, government. Yes. No. They're, so they're, you don't believe me, Joe? No, you I don't. don't believe what I just told you. No, okay, no, Joe? I don't. I, I don't Joe, believe. Right, I do not. Wrong, and that is a fact. I, I think. I think the concept or the idea, I shouldn't even call it a concept, the idea of reverse discrimination is ridiculous. And it's, it's, and it's real, Joe. It's on it's, the it's, book. It is it's not real. Paperwork. Yes, it is. It is, it is not Joe, real. I am right those about are, those are efforts. Those are efforts to make up for, for generations of mistreatment of minorities. You can't do that. You and ignoring minority right. businesses and destruction of minority businesses in some cases. There's no such thing, Joe. You cannot fix the past. There's nothing that can be done to fix the past. That's the first principle that you don't understand. Okay. So you cannot, no one can change. Yeah, but the you're, see, you're, you're saying you're 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 you I, I guess, and I'll just say you're pretending that we 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 began at we we reached a level of enlightenment nope. and we began at a perfectly level spot, and now nope. 
We've decided that minorities are, 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 are held to a greater, uh, are, are uh, lofted above white people. Yes, that and, is a fact. You oh, are correct. Right. That okay. is. Well, Government, never... you've heard of affirmative action? Do you know what affirmative action is, Joe? Of course I you've do. You've heard of that, haven't you? Yeah, of that course right I do. That proves you wrong. That proves no. you wrong right there. It yep. does not, because affirmative action, yes, it how it's been, how it's been uh, used in college admissions and other areas, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, deciding. Oh, this is a black person, so they get ahead of every white person. Yes. No, that's not no, how. Not every, it, you're, just one you're, you're, mis- you're missing. Yes. No, you're misinformed, Rich. It was using no. it as as part of the the determination as to whether which candidate, when there's a limited number of positions, which candidate most would most benefit this institution. That's what colleges care about. They don't care about just. Just you know, uh, the a tallying, checking boxes. That's that's a yes, that's a that's a yes, fairy tale that you hear about that on, on right wing talk totally radio. Insane. No, that's, that's a fairy tale. As well. Rich, corporate that's a fair. Do that as well. That's Not a corporate. So corporations, they don't care. Rich. You're ignoring reality. Corporations, no, colleges, they, reality, they, their ignoring. reputations uh, are, are rely on the, the production and the, the success of the people that they hire or that they bring into their student bodies. They rely bodies. on government funding, Joe, oh, and that's Rich. checking boxes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. We won't, we're not going to agree today. Rich, we're not going to agree today. We'll move along. We're not going to agree. You have a good weekend. All right. Uh, let's see. we got a couple of minutes left, and uh, let's go to... Let's go out to uh, Don out in Port Angeles. Hi, Don. Hi, Joe. Uh, beautiful day out here. It is. It's gorgeous uh, over here, too. The uh, subject of the Indian schools and the, the graves uh-huh. bothered me. I, I didn't follow up on it. and I, It kind of just disappeared, I think, but I may be wrong. But I was wondering, uh, perhaps that was the result of the Spanish flu. It wasn't something nefarious at all. Oh, how 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 do you mean? Well, there was a lot of people died when the Spanish flu hit. Uh, that you know, was in the, the... 19, 16, 17, Okay. 18. Well, the the schools weren't just put in place then. They had been in operation at that point for, in some cases, as long as almost a century. Right, but I, you know, I find it hard to believe that uh, they were murdering children and burying them out back. Okay. There there were lots of bad things that were done. You know, the uh, man's inhumanity to man is uh, well documented. Yeah. The Indians were in in a hard place. They were caught between the French and the British and the Spanish, and they had to choose sides. They didn't invent the tomahawk just to take white scalps, and they didn't, you know, put their enemies on anthills. They didn't invent that just for white people. And if you look at the Comanches, I think they were notorious for uh, killing a lot of the Plains Indians. So, you know, it is uh, dividing Americans. American Indians against white Indians against black Indians. Well, <laughs> pardon me, not Indian, but white people and black people. It's, it's got to stop this, uh, I think Rich said and somebody else said. And as far as Jim, I would have him look up uh, Stalin's chicken and see what that was all about. Okay. And, and the rest of your listeners, too. It's what the Democrats' uh, parties. Uh, game plan is this their business model to cripple Americans so that they're more dependent on government. It's been going on for 40 years. Uh, and it, it, you know, I don't know how we stop this. Why, why, why would Democrats be interested in making people more dependent on government? Because dependency is power, money. Okay. All right. And, uh, uh, if I may, one. See, I think, I and, and let me just say, I and I'm just speaking from, and not, I'm not saying by, but I, but Democrats w- would say that they would favor helping Americans who need a hand, 
who are struggling to get by, struggling to pay for a roof over their heads or food on the table. And they would say that Republicans don't care about those people and say, ah, heck with them. If they can't, if, you know, it's sink or swim. If, if you can't make it on your own, well, tough luck. I, you know, I'm, I'm ignoring you. I'm moving on with my life and I, I don't want to have to pay for any program that might give you a leg up. I'm just saying from uh, just, and I'm not saying that this is my opinion, but that's, I think how uh, a Democrat would respond to your, your uh, statement there. But the, the need keeps growing and getting bigger. We well, have a mental sure. health crisis need. We have a homeless need. We have a drug problem need. Uh-huh. You know, it, in my opinion, it's all by design. Okay. Well, I, okay. I don't. I'm not as cynical as that. But uh, well, we'll leave it at that. Now, and now as far as the Indian schools, though, and um, just how tribes were treated, I think. You know, we have to remember what we're talking about is not um, because, you know, at tribes and how they treated each other before uh, white Europeans came. And uh, I mean, that's something that's something that they have to that they have to come to grips with or, or reconcile themselves. That's not for us to lay judgment on them. Uh, what no, we're talking about is point. how how a how, you know, because the United States, I mean, the, the government was white men who came in and destroyed and decimated these populations and 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 treated and and treated them horribly in many cases and took the land that they uh, were you know, that that generations had lived on and and flourished on and forced them into reservations and that sort of thing so that's that's what we're talking about is is what this government, what the United States of America, the, the federal government did to those peoples. And it's not about how they treated each other way back when and how they were brutal and what have you. I, because like you say, man and human beings are terrible to each other at times, but they can also be very good to each other. So, And most of the time they are good to each other, I think. I just would say none of us have the moral high ground, but okay. the white people established the rule of law to try to organize society and, and have it all make sense so that everybody got a fair deal. And uh, I see that under constant attack these days. All right, Don. Well, we'll leave it at that. May I do one more thing? Okay, real quick. Go ahead. Tweak, uh, Michelle, about reading my what I wrote about the Centers for Disease Control. Okay. On your website? Right. Okay. All right, Don. We'll take a quick break. Michelle's hot, waiting in the wings. We'll get to her. We'll get to Michael and Lyndon. We'll hear from you, too, hopefully, here on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right. We have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare? and want updates on potential changes for 2024. Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. You love what you find at Wilson's. Cozy up this fall and winter with new motion furniture from Wilson's Furniture. If you haven't checked out what used to be called reclining furniture in a while, you're in for some surprises. Wilson's has a huge selection of single recliners in an amazing array of styles and fabrics and leather, as well as love seats, couches, and sectionals. Have an entertainment room? Check out the selection of theater-style seating at Wilson's. Check out the models that feature power recline, allowing you to pick the precise position to relax and or watch the big game in. And several models are battery-powered. No need to be tethered to an outlet. Stop into Wilson's Furniture today with their huge selection that you'll find in stock and ready for delivery. Your biggest challenge will be deciding what to choose, and the motion furniture experts at Wilson's will be there to help you find the style that's perfect for your home and budget. Wilson's opens seven days a week and online 24-7 at wilsonhomefurnishings.com. 
The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And back to the phones we go, and Michelle in Bellingham has been holding on. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Can you hear me now? I can't hear you too well. Uh, yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, now I can hear you. Okay. Uh, when you started KGMI Connects more than three years ago, I'll bet you anything, you had no idea it would be the talk show version of Herding Cats. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you're right, you're I really, right. <laughs> I really think you had no idea. But, you know, you got to admit that callers like John and Jim from Seattle or wherever he happens to be, and Rich and even me, I'm uh, not always reasonable either, uh, you know, <laughs> callers like us that, call, that participate regularly and have points of view, uh, you know, I think I think it makes for a very lively, interesting, and varied show. Very, and it would be too. pretty boring if everybody called and agreed about everything. Exactly. Now, yeah. A couple of fact checks, real quick, before I talk about public safety. Um, eight, nine, the Spanish flu. The reason it killed so many people is very simple. We did not yet have penicillin, and we also did not have many other medications. And it was 1918, 1919. And World War One contributed a lot to that in various ways. Um, you know, World War One ended in November of 1918, and the Spanish flu ended in uh, 1919. It was a two-year thing. It was less. It was much less than COVID in in every real way. Uh, but it was, you know, it was serious. And, now, the Civil War ended not 150, but 160 years ago at the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863. Technically, it ended. And now, the reality yeah. is, of course, we had two years to go before the Civil War ended. Uh-huh. And even then, there was huge, maybe it wasn't slavery, but we had Jim Crow and assorted other things that, you know, just lynching for more than 4,000 American lynchings. I mean, that's always going to be, you know, I'm not super liberal, but that's always going to be a national stain on our country. And anyway, and there were also lots of lynchings of white people, too. Anyway, um, as far as public safety, the, the only reason that I'm, well, I cannot agree with the radical way that Biden, the Democrats, have refused, utterly refused to see the chaos on the border. I know you don't care about it as much as I do, but they haven't seen it, or at least they don't care about it. And um, and also, and building 20 miles worth of wall is not going to solve the problem. And the other thing is, uh, when it comes to, you know, the, the um, oh, how can I say this? Uh, we cannot, individuals, are the only way to evaluate human beings, not identities. And no identity is a monolithic thing. The United States has roughly between 50 and 55 percent Caucasian. Uh, blacks are 13 percent. Latinos are about double that. Asians, probably more than blacks. And so, you know, it won't be too many more years. And California is already a majority minority state. I don't know if you knew that, but it is. And and we, we are going to have to get along with each other better. We're gonna, but the only way to, in fact, today the New York Times had a marvelous column by their regular columnist, Pamela Paul, who is often the voice of reason. It's not just me that has that tag, you know, although she isn't lady law like I am. But she talked today in a wonderful article about how Abram X. Kendi's, uh, you know, whole ideas were nonsense and that, um, you know, there's always going to be people of brilliance who are white and black and other colors, other races, and people who are not gifted. And as she said, 
Yes, racism does exist in some people in some areas, but it's far less than it used to be. What does exist is making excuses for your flaws, no matter what identity you have. You cannot use excuses. I have never once, I've been openly gay since high school. All I did try to, I had one kid for my parents' sake. Try, I tried. I tried okay. to be straight, but I couldn't. But I'll tell you, it was seriously, we had, Joe, we have a very serious issue of, of getting along with each other and stop making excuses. You know, I'm a very, I've been well, told Along that those lines, I would say, and I had this conversation with Rich about uh, the okay. so-called quote-unquote reverse discrimination. I and and I think, I think yeah. that is is the, the most ridiculous, uh, 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 you know, using an excuse, using race as an excuse uh, uh, that I've ever heard, that, that, a, that a white person, especially a white male in this society, is somehow discriminated against, I think is, uh, is utter nonsense. I'll well, there may be a small number anywhere in the country, you're going to find a small number of incidents where all people discriminate. I know in L.A., for example, when Rodney King riot started, the blacks and the Koreans just hated each other for various reasons, and they were largely those two factors that caused the riots. And, you know, there was incredible fighting between them, and it was truly sad. And uh, fortunately, he managed to get out of that and overcome it. And I'll never forget Rodney King saying, "Can't we all get along?" Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. the man had well, some you know, wisdom. And but, those those incidents, you know. those those situations, they do um, they 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 I guess tear away the veneer. Uh, just that, and I, I'm not saying that you know even those riots. I mean, they they went beyond Rodney King and what happened to Rodney King, and even even the treatment of black people by police. It became it became you know it, to it became a social unrest, and and I, then I and I then agree. these animosities they they boiled over uh, just because that you know that you know, that in any kind of. Uh, uh, governing uh, agent on them was kind of torn away, and society kind of broke down, you know, for that moment, you know? Joe, I agree with what you said, and it's true that the police have not always been angels. I have, most police I've known have been great people. Oh, me too. But, yeah. you know, there's always going to be a few bad apples in any group anywhere. However, mm -hmm. one thing, I'll say this, and I'm not anti-black as much as I am excuses. Most, if you actually could statistically okay. quantify this, the vast majority of black people, and actually for that matter, white people too, who have been shot or so-called abused by the police, it's almost entirely because they did not follow instructions. They oh, did not okay. put up their hands. It was a total myth in, in St. Louis that, that the, the fellow who was killed there put up his hands. That's a total myth. He, he actually tried to kill the cop twice in the car. Okay. And all I'm right. just well, saying, okay. I'm just saying that we, Joe, we, if, we, if people of all colors would just follow the directions of the police, there would be a lot less problems. Okay. All right. A well, lot fewer problems. So all right. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate it. Let's go to real quick. Let's go to Brandon in Bellingham. Hi, Brandon. Hi. Um, can you, uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I'm in Costco. I just want to get to a place where there's less people. Okay, sure, sure. Uh, um, just hold on a second. I'm sorry. That's okay. You want me to put you on hold? No, no, no. Okay. I'll, I'll still be here. I'm almost. I'm almost. Gonna get back so, there by anyway, the mattresses um, where it's quiet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. So I'm I'm in a good spot now. Okay. So I just wanted to reply to Jim. Um. So. He kind of—I don't know if he's for sure doing this or—but he kind of seems to, at least a little bit, like some of the communist system or something like that. I don't want to misquote him I, think, or I mean, I think that's fair, or that um, yeah. he, he feels that it doesn't get a fair shake, or yeah. But but go ahead. Yeah. What what are your thoughts on that? So my thoughts are: so I work with uh, Vietnamese people mm -hmm. who have come from Vietnam who uh, lived in that system, and I also, I'm Catholic, and I also had, there was a priest uh, who who 
Pom was from Vietnam. They move Bruce around every six six years or so, so he's not in my parish anymore. But he talked about all the time, and the, I talked to another Vietnamese uh, a person I work with all the time about living in a communist communist uh, society. And what I get from those people is that they lived in fear okay. every day. And um, they had limited uh, religious freedom, um, and they couldn't speak out against the government at all. Um, and then it, it just... I know that in the United States, there's some places like Detroit or uh, or, uh, or or Chicago or places like that that people kind of do live in fear like that, but not the whole country in general speaking. Uh-huh. Okay. But in Vietnam, Vietnam, it's it's, it's all fear. Uh-huh. They live in fear every day of, of their lives, and they um, and it, it's just not a good. Situation. So I just um, I don't okay. think communism is the way to go. From when I listen to these people talk about it, and it's just it's not just fear; it's just a limited um, limited uh, freedom, like yeah. uh, and freedom of expression or freedom of worship, uh, expression or, of, yeah. of worship, and okay. just, just very limited. So Thank, anyway, thanks, Brandon. I appreciate right. you joining yeah. us today. All right. right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Michael and Lyndon's been holding on. We'll hear from Doug. We'll hear from John. And uh, we'll have time to squeeze in your call, too, here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. My daughter, she's six years old now. Well, soon to be. She's she's a go-getter, man. She's a boss lady. I have her operating some of her little businesses, candy business, and she loves it. Daddy, daddy. Um... Let's go to work. Let's go see if we need to fill up the machines with candy and let's collect my money because I want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> Beautiful. I love the little girl. I like her heart. She'll come in and she'll offer lunch to the employees and then she'll come to me and be like, hey, Dad, need your credit card. <laughs> you know what? It's something that I would do myself, so I have no problem. Here's the credit card, honey. Go buy the, the sales guy some lunch, and that's what she does. She comes in here and she pretends she owns the place, and matter of fact, she does. But it's fun. It's fun to see her develop her leadership at an early age. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Bellingham Nissan, part of the Cortez Auto Group. Dr. John's Auto Clinic, located in Bellingham on Kentucky Street, is here for your auto repair and service needs. Trusted and affordable auto repair in Bellingham for over 25 years. Ask about their oil change and maintenance inspections. You can hear Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic every Saturday on In the Shop on Newstalk 790 KGMI. Or check out Dr. John's Auto Clinic at djautoclinic.com. And on Facebook for the latest in auto repair news. Dr. John's Auto Clinic, reliable, honest, and a part of this community for over 25 years. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Niederhaus of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service congratulates Allied Arts of Whatcom County upon their selection this year for the Community Impact Award. Allied Arts of Whatcom County is one of nine honorees of the 2023 Governor's Arts and Heritage Awards, the highest honor bestowed by the Governor's Office for accomplishments in arts and culture. Active since 1979, the staff and volunteers of Allied Arts of Whatcom County empower artists via events and gallery space, enrich school children through education outreach, and work as local liaisons to art and enthusiasts of all ages. Congratulations to all and thank you for your service to our community. Dedicated to Service is brought to you by Neater House of Luxury with Bellingham's finest selection of jewelry including GIA certified diamonds and lab grown diamonds and custom design. Neater House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's back patio. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. We're taking your calls live 
on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. That we are, and we go to Michael and Linden. Oh, oh no, we lost Michael and Linden. Sorry, Michael. Give us a call back. Squeeze you in here. Uh, Doug in Birch Bay joins us now. Hi, Doug. You're kind of muffled there, Doug. Oh, sorry. Is that better? That's better, yeah. Yeah, I had a thought about Jim and John in Ferndale. Okay. Um, and, again, I, I think they're they're very similar in that uh, Jim will ignore some of the things about Joseph Stalin, and John in Ferndale will ignore some of the things about another Joseph. Uh, that would be Biden. Okay. And... Um, Obviously, can't compare Joseph Biden to Joseph Stalin, but but I think the bigger threat to our country are the people that ignore our leaders, you know. And uh, so John Ferndale is a bigger threat to the country than Jim is because we ignore, and I, and I don't want to just dump it all on the Democrats because we ignore the wrongs that Democrats and Republicans do, and um, and so. We gotta, we gotta, I mean, if we're gonna keep our republic, we have to hold these people accountable. And, uh, yeah. and so I, I, okay. I thought of a call I had last time with you where you thought we should do something about climate change mm-hmm. and we should do something about our national debt. Okay. I don't know if you would call that or not, but anyway, I, what have they done about the national debt? <laughs> you know, I, I just wanna, I just want to warn people that, you know, our government hasn't done anything about the national debt. So you might want to be a little leery of expecting them to do anything about climate change. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I, you know, I, I see what you're saying. Um, but yeah, neither party has taken any, any effort, made any effort to, uh, to, to rein in the national debt. I mean, even, and I think you have to be honest or they need to be honest. I'm talking about the, the, the small group of Republicans that, uh, you know, was was tr- pushing us toward this uh, this uh, shutdown a weekend ago uh, because they are calling for cuts that would they would hurt a lot of vulnerable people, but would not have a big influence or a big effect on the national debt, per se. And uh, so it, it's it's a pretty disingenuous in my mind. Uh, but nobody really takes any effort to, uh, you know, Republicans control both houses of Congress and the White House, um, you know, for the first couple of years of the Trump administration. They they controlled uh, both, you know, controlled government for a good chunk of the George W. Bush administration and didn't do really anything to rein in the national debt. Um, so it no, they didn't do anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's no doubt, no doubt. They they were very disappointing. And I'm not saying the Democrats have have worked to do that either. I'm not not saying that they 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 haven't either. Right. That's my point. If we don't make them do it, they won't do it. Well, and I think when it comes to climate change, I think ultimately it's going, I believe, I mean, the government can take steps and, you know, and, and encourage uh, with tax incentives, that sort of thing. But it's going to be a market thing, really, at least in our nation, uh, as far as people wanting to do, you know, buy more efficient uh, vehicles or more efficient uh uh, heating for their home or cooling for their home, these types of things, more efficient appliances. Right. And so. Right, and the government should stay out of it. All right. Okay, That's Doug. Market rule. Okay, thanks a lot. Appreciate your call, for sure. Let's go to John at Big Lake. Hi, John. Hello, Joe. Uh, I, I just want to point out to uh, uh, the assertion that the flu, 1918 flu, uh, was really bad because there wasn't penicillin. Yeah. Every okay. doctor's office has an advisory on the on the wall asking parents and, and maybe themselves don't demand antibiotics if you have a viral infection. Mm-hmm. It won't work. Right. Flu right. is viral. Exactly. Flu is yeah. viral. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't make a bit of difference. And the same foolishness went on. At that time, people running around with masks, but 
viral particles are like dropping the head of a pin through a big McDonald's straw <laughs> in terms of mass efficiency or efficacy. So we, we have to differentiate between what is an effective treatment and what is blunt, blunt foolishness. Okay. There would have been no difference in the progress of the 1918 Spanish flu had they had penicillin at that time. Right. That's true. They, it wouldn't have affected okay. the flu. Yeah, absolutely. It's a... Okay. Thank you, Joe. All right. All right, John. Appreciate that. And it's true. That, I mean, antibiotics are, they, they are um, uh, effective against bacterial infections and not uh, viral infections. And uh, that's why we hear of antiviral drugs, drugs that have been developed that to have uh, some of efficacy in treating uh, uh, against uh, illnesses that are caused by viruses as opposed to, uh, to uh, bacteria. And uh, I think that's an important distinction. As far as viruses, yes, viruses could easily pass through a mask if viruses traveled on their own. But that was the thing with, uh, with COVID, if you recall, that we're talking about droplets that uh, we emit when we speak or cough or even breathe, I guess, to one degree or another, uh, that uh, naturally come out of our mouths or our noses, our respiratory uh, openings. <laughs> and, uh, and that's what masks were designed to capture was those droplets. And the droplets were what held the viruses. The viruses weren't just flying out on their own. Uh, I don't know, maybe you had a few rogue viruses here and there that were able to escape the, the droplets, but that was the idea of uh, containing the spread of the illness with a mask wearing. And now I, I, they're still saying, I, you know, the health, our local health department today just released a, a, a news release saying, yes, they support local uh, health care facilities that ask people to mask. Um, and, and I know that was, uh, I just want to control us, I guess. But uh, I, I think when they're saying, do this to help the overall health of our of our population. I think that's that kind of makes sense. I mean, we take other measures to enhance our safety and also the safety of others. I mean, you don't go speeding through a school zone because there's a chance a kid could be in the way and there could be an awful accident. Uh, we have speed limits on the highways. We take. We take measures to try to reduce the the and you know there we can can't reduce any harm one hundred percent, but we take measures in all kinds of areas to try to reduce the 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 chance that someone could be seriously injured or killed. Heaven forbid, but uh, just a few thoughts. But um, really appreciate everybody taking part today. Uh, interesting conversation, as Michelle said. Don't expect everybody to agree and don't expect really anybody to agree with me. That's fine. Our conversation is just that. It's talking about these issues with each other and uh, having some healthy disagreements. And makes for a pretty interesting show, I think. Hope you have a great weekend. Take care.